I'd say welcome at the Chipheads podcast. We're doing a very special episode today. Yeah, at Chipwrecked. At Chipwrecked, which is a music like Chiptune festival in Denmark, uh, on an island in the middle of nowhere in the Baltic Sea. Exactly. But there's like more than 100 people here this year, and it's uh, it's becoming really huge. Yeah. Uh, and it's an extra special episode because we've got a guest here with us. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Hi. <laughs> would you like to introduce yourself, or uh, shall, sure. we, uh, shall we? Um, I whatever I, I can do I, it if yeah. you want. I've written a speech. Yeah. No. I You've <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Marjorie. Um, you may know me as Chiptography, and I started photographing chiptune shows about 13 years ago, 13 starting years. with oh. the first Blip Festival in 2006 in New York City. Awesome. And uh, it's become a passion of mine. It's been that much fun that you've been doing it for 13 years. Yes, it has. <laughs> oh, that's cool. You didn't know that. Oh. Yeah, so we figured we might, like, we, we could have asked any artist that's playing here, but why not ask someone who's, like, flown all over the world, seen <laughs> so many chip artists. And came came to uh, Chipwrecked, especially for, uh, from from New York, like, uh, having, like, like uh, what do you call that? Like, when you're... Like a mission? Sleep, sleep, mission. De- sleep de- oh, deprived. Oh, yeah, jet lag. Jet lag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's worth it. It's my passion. I'm excited to be here. It's a totally. really unique festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the festivals I've done are you know indoors in cities, and right. I was a little nervous because I didn't know. Saw so it was an island, and I had no idea how to get there. <laughs> but three days of photography. And yeah, it's yeah. quite long too, but uh, totally worth it. And uh, so yeah, I came. Yeah. I, I definitely wanted to come and document what's going on here. I've been following it for the past two years, and it yeah. seemed pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's growing but and growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's very, very enough. unique. I mean, I, I definitely recommend anyone to come out and check check the show out because it's um, it's not like any other festival I've ever right? photographed. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I mean, you said it's almost more like a chiptune conference. Yeah, it, it is absolutely a chiptune conference. Like, yeah. It's just chip musicians, like the, like the the the, the amount of chiptune artists. That are here, mm-hmm. like overwhelm the the amount of like visitors. Yeah, well, the first year mm-hmm. was about like fifty or well, more chip artists than visitors, but yeah. slowly the amount of visitors has been increasing over time. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's got to be a point where like it actually tips, tips it, over. Yeah, it takes over. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it's so much fun, and there's there's also workshops. Like this morning, there was a build your own synth workshop, and the mm-hmm. first first year there was a mod your Game Boy workshop. So. Anders, the organizer, really does a like I think a good job at like not just getting chip chip like acts in here, but also workshops and other stuff. And today there was a, a presentation from Illich Project, who's mm. done a, who's doing a new tracker. Yeah, bin tracker. Bin mm. tracker. Um, so this is the, the the news from the community part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know because I thought it was really cool. It's, uh, basically, what he's building is a tracker that can like track anything. So. The problem now is that if you'd like to track, for example, I don't know, a random console, you need the right. tracker specifically written for that console. Um, but what he's doing is building one editor, and basically when you start writing a song, you say, okay, this is going to be, I don't know, Impulse Tracker or LSDJ or whatever. And then the editor says, okay, that's cool, we're going to do like four tracks, and you've got pearls and another pearls and whatever, and these are the limitations. So you can like learn one workflow right. and just work within Bin Tracker. So he's still working on it, but I, I thought that was a really cool and good idea. So, uh, so the one tracker to to rule them all, to basically. conquer them all. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's sick. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this is the same guy that did Houston Tracker, so he knows what he's doing. Right. So that's cool. Yeah. So I mean, that's the also the, they're also doing that kind of stuff here at Chip, right? So. 
It kind of reminds me of the old days. No, the old days. But, uh, you know, before when festivals or even like smaller music shows, it would be a lot of just the musicians coming and celebrating each other. So, you know, someone would be playing off on stage and they'd come off and then they'd be dancing in the crowd. And it, yeah, right. it would mostly be all these artists and musicians. And it was really a nice culture and a nice, nice environment to be around. Right. I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember going the first year. And like I was so nervous because I was in the same lineup as Defense Mechanism and all these like demo scene time machine, all these artists I listened to. And then like you're dancing at their set, and then like one moment and the other they're like dancing your music. Exactly. Like, these are actually like normal people, like regular, like human beings, and that's so cool. Yeah. 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 That, that, that's where we actually and, met, like at at the, at the yeah. first chip rack. Oh wow. Stein yeah, and I. Cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Memories. Yeah. Memories. And like, there's so much people that I met the first year that also came the second and now the third and probably the fourth as yeah. well. Then it becomes a reunion of sorts. It becomes a re Well, I mean, yeah. a lot of chip parties are reunions. Because, yeah. Like, it's not that big of a community. So every time I go to a chip party in Europe, there's plenty of people I already know. But yeah. like, chip track feels like coming home. I've heard a lot of people say that feels yeah. like coming home and yeah. like meeting your family once every year. Yeah. Well, I mean, as it starts to draw more international guests, it definitely will feel like that. Yeah, right. I mean, that's how Blip Festival was for me. I would meet people from around the world, from Europe, from yeah. Asia, um, from different parts of the United States. I would never have met in person if it weren't for those few days a year. And then you'd see them sometimes not every year, but whenever you see them again, it is kind of feeling of, yeah. of family. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm very grateful for like organizers and people that do this. Anders, but also like absolutely great and yeah france france and rocco yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a really it's a tough job it's a tough oh, yeah. gig it is yeah yeah i can only imagine so yeah oh man yeah so what are we going to talk about now <laughs> <laughs> so you might you must have liked like uh, you, you mentioned Blipfest, for example yeah which is uh, which is sadly is no more oh uh, i mean yes and no i think it it ended at the right time when it could preserve such a high standard right so then and then when it ended it it actually gave a you know the world the the opportunity they kind of passed the baton on said okay now you Mm. make a festival in your hometown so then festivals popped up all over the place and you know philadelphia and manchester and it really kind of sparked something yeah i and i appreciate it for that and i appreciated that they knew when to call it quits and um ended on a high note so yeah because how long were they going for um i think six years i believe it was about six years Mm. you know started in new york and then they came out with additions in both tokyo and melbourne and then that became square sounds right yeah yeah because i'm relatively new to the community so oh yeah but (laughs) you're i didn't didn't know this you're more than welcome like like everybody uh, gets welcomed such such heartily it's a really warm community yeah yeah so you started at blipfest Started the very first Blip Festival. Very, very nervous. I've never heard of Chiptune. <laughs> I didn't even really know what electronic music was. I wasn't a music photographer. I was fresh out of college. I went to school for photography. So Chiptune, like your photography uh-huh. passion got you into Chiptune, not the other way around. Um yes and no. I when I was studying photography, I was a like fine art photographer. I photographed mostly like nature. Uh, mm. But I also, when my teachers said, what do you want to do? Like, how do you want to, what kind of photographer do you want to be? And I knew I wanted to photograph other artists doing work, but I didn't exactly know how to verbalize it and what that yeah, looked yeah, like. Yeah. Right. Um, so I started doing some photojournalism, but that didn't also feel right. And then when I 
went to a concert and I started photographing musicians on stage, I felt like, okay, this feels right. Uh, so I kept on going back and it, it really gave me a safe place to experiment with my camera. I mm -hmm. took lots of crappy pictures. Uh, some of it I look back at it and I'm like, oh, it's so bad. What but, did I do? Uh, well, it's, you know, it's the learning process, but it, it was a really yeah. nice, safe place for me to learn and experiment and really create my own uh, ways of, of taking pictures. And um, then I started photographing for actual concerts that outside of chiptune. Mm. And I... Hated it. Because you, you, oh, you wow. don't do that. Yeah. It's just, just chiptune. Well, I, maybe a few years ago, I started getting... I have friends in New York City who work for like eMusic or other magazines. Mm -hmm. And so they said, hey, I have a show coming up. Do you want to go photograph it? We'll pay you. And I thought, oh, right. This is this is what I've been preparing for. And I got there and it's just the passion was gone. Mm -hmm. So I was very, very conflicted about what to do with it. Should I stop photographing concerts you know, altogether. All, yeah, right. exactly. I, I didn't know, and um, I think it was a bit shifter. Like I, ha I was talking to him about it at a bar as I was telling him, you know, this kind of internal dilemma, and he just assured me that I could, I could leave and come back whenever I wanted. I would always be welcome, and I just thought that was such a, an amazing um, point of view, and, and a, like a, a real like way of lovingly say you know the just very fact that follow you gave your heart that answer yeah uh, he's he's a great cool. guy and uh, it, it was because of that that i kind of chilled out and i said well you know I'll, I'll figure out my professional career and it doesn't have to be exactly what i do for my passion but this is my passion and i know it so i want to keep going awesome 30 yeah. years later yeah <laughs> here we are yeah yeah oh, i mean cool. i hope it's, it's it doesn't end i think it's just i'm gonna go where the music is yeah. that's why i'm here yeah, that's why I'm going to go to Big Grid in October, and I'm going to Japan Which in September. Which is where Big Shifter will also be. Yes. It's going to be cool. Yes, he will. And I'm on the same line of that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, so cool. self-promotion well, was your yeah. uh, what was your first international gig? First international gig was probably the last blip Tokyo in um, 2012. Okay. I had actually done a Kickstarter because I was a dog walker. That was how I made <laughs> yeah. money. Well, um, before that, I actually worked at, uh, in the corporate world in a bank at Barclays Capital. So it was a bit of a jump. But mm -hmm. I've had a, a lots of career changes over time. Yeah. And uh, but as a dog walker, I couldn't afford to go to Japan. If I don't walk dogs, I don't make money. Then yeah. how do I even pay my rent? So yeah. I decide I had just published my um, my book, my five years of Blip Festival. And uh, I put up a Kickstarter with my friend Jessen, who is runs um, a chip show in New York City called called IO chip music right. which is very interesting and um, he he helped me uh, raise money to to buy my ticket and you know have enough money to pay my rent and go to Japan and document it and it was incredibly special because I felt that I wasn't yes I was there I was kind of like my, making my own way there but it was also because the scene wanted me there I had people who weren't even going oh, to Japan good. donating Chime to my in. Kickstarter yeah. oh, people who nice. I've never met donating to my Kickstarter and that was just it, it told me that my work was valuable mm. that kind of reminds me of like how Chipwrecks got started too mm -hmm. like lots of people chimed in there's yeah. lots of people volunteering here as well because mm -hmm. without, without all the volunteers Anders definitely wouldn't be able to do it yeah yeah and, uh, yeah, it, it started with the Kickstarter. Yeah, and it, I donated. Yeah, I didn't come. Yeah, I, I, I bought a T-shirt. Yeah, like, and I mean, if you, it, it blew up the first time. Like, it, it was supposed to be yeah. a very tiny thing. 
and it completely got out of hand like uh, so much that Anders was like yeah I'm, I'm not sure how to handle this yeah, yeah 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 but like it, it grew to this the, the, the wonderful camping site and 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 uh, music space that 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 we have yeah. now so yeah. chip barn yeah yeah chip barn <laughs> with their very own chip yeah. wine yeah <laughs> yeah the wine is a thing <laughs> he, yeah he broke he brews his own wine and it's very tasty but it's also very dangerous yeah oh, yeah. yeah high alcoholic content <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah and, and, and Porsches in half a liters yeah yeah, yeah there was yeah there was wow. a half a liter so yeah wow. we always warn people there and you like mind mind the wine yeah be careful with the <laughs> wine yeah, yeah exactly yeah. you know but that's what i love like yesterday i was i don't i don't remember who said it but i was talking to someone who said i don't even know if anders makes money on chip chip right or not but even if he didn't and he told people i'm sure like the entire chip community would just chime in and like break that even yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that's so cool yeah i think um it's that's the one of the beautiful things about the community is we're very supportive you know, even if you can't make a show but you see something is happening a lot of people will give you know what they can yeah right you know yeah. whether it's like five dollars or, or 25 dollars yeah, yeah. So. or a data bundle because suddenly you've got a live stream because someone oh, yeah. decided to just live stream on their phone yeah Nem- like nemesis you, yeah nemesis uh, wayne tong the guy the, the guy from singapore yeah yeah. A, yeah so there's people from singapore canada spain yeah. last year we had the well you're from the u.s obviously yeah. u.s so it, like i mean it's uh, argentina this year as well exactly so yeah. yeah it's getting big it's getting big now we only need australia like oceania the north mm-hmm. pole <laughs> are there chiptune artists on the if there are chiptune artists on the North Pole let us know hit us up man hit us up <laughs> and then he's got all seven continents yeah but g- getting back to your photography mm. like mm. like what's your what's your uh, preferred m- mode of working is there a specific vision you have or a specific uh, look you're going for a specific yeah. aesthetic uh, so when I and we all see the world differently through our own lenses, through our own eyeballs. And I definitely think that I'm not objective when I photograph. I want to convey my passion and love for the artist. So I always try to find their angle. I'll study the way they move to their music. Right. And figure and it. And when I photograph a new person, it, I do it for a while because I'm still figuring out how they look good and their good angles. And, um, and then when I photograph them again and again and again, I may know that oh this person gets quite set sweaty by the end so be sure to get their pictures in the uh. beginning or maybe their their glasses slip down so before a set i will give them a little um wax to put bullet beneath their glasses so then their glasses don't slip That's down right i'll also light them and I'll, I'll consider the visuals that are being used if i know the visuals and i know their color palette i'll try to mat i'll try to do you know complementary colors on my little table lights um, yeah. if if i can if it's available um, but other than that, I try to make them look good. Mm. And of course, I'm taking thousands of photos. Anything that I feel is not flattering, I just delete. I destroy. I don't even save it in an archive. I, I want everyone to look good, and I want my pictures to represent yeah. them. And I think that's been pretty successful. I think that's why a lot of people trust that's me. Cool. That's awesome. So you've got yeah. a, like a database, like a notebook of every artist that you've ever photographed at home. With like I notes should. On you know, well, <laughs> it's, in your head. it's all in my head for the most part. Um, like yeah. you know, I, like I know when a when I photograph a lot of the artists in the U.S., I know when they're gonna like stick their hand out on a certain part of a song, and I know that that's gonna look really cool in a picture. So I'll, yeah. or I'll know when they're gonna start, you know, like jumping up and down stage. So maybe I'll run to the back so I can get the crowd 
you know, you know, also raising their hands. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and I think I, and sometimes I just get lucky and I have this intuition that, oh, I should go to the side or maybe I should crouch down and I just, I'm constantly thinking when I'm there and how to make a good picture and I don't I go in with the expectation of getting two or three really good pictures but if I leave with like 10 different types of pictures then I'm happy you know from the side angle or get the light in a certain way right yeah it's very interesting that you're explaining that because like sometimes it looks as if you're just well not you specifically yeah like "Mm, I'm gonna take a photograph here (laughs) but like it's a very mental process of like deciding what moment which yeah what, what people are going to do it and definitely yeah. is and i've learned to hold my camera in a way where i don't even if i i can hold it up above my head and through just practice i've learned how to frame it and shoot i've seen you do that yeah and it's not just random <laughs> yeah. you know i i've actually like developed this method of trying to get a little because you know i want to get a little bit above the crowd yeah. i'm pretty tall so maybe in a place where like in Japan, I usually don't have to do it as much, but here there's a lot of tall people. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it's it's also like the venue. If it's small and dark, or if there are windows, I have to consider everything um, when I'm setting up. If they're wearing lat face masks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Is, is there something that we as artists shouldn't do? Or maybe like just yes. please stop yes. like X. Water bottles on the table. Please. <laughs> Remember that. Remember please no. That. I usually now I, I'm I, I have enough I, I I'm very shy, first of all. So now I'm actually kind of comfortable with everyone enough to say, Hey, is this your water bottle? Do you mind just keeping it on the ground when you play? Yeah, yeah. Just because it doesn't look good in the picture. And these pictures I'm taking for I'm writing the visual history of Chiptune. You know, you are, and, yeah. and so I don't want there to be water bottles in my pictures. Yeah, yeah, the visual history of water brands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't mind other branded drinks like beers or things like that. I just, you know, and usually it's off to the side, but a water bottle really doesn't look good. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. So spread the word. I'm, gla- I'm glad I asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't put your water bottle on the yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, other than that, everything's fine, you know. And I, and I work with, you know, if someone's like, "Oh, should I stand here, or do this?" And like, you do you. I'll figure out my yeah, job. You do right. whatever you want to do. Yeah, so we don't we don't need to think about a specific pose you'd you'd like to. Yeah. Wasp have. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think the only other thing is if if I know someone's going to go into the crowd, I want to know ahead of time because then I can kind of plan when I can like get on the stage and shoot them. Um, so that's always nice to know. Or if a whole band is going to be down on the ground, I I want to light them. Right. So and yeah. uh, I think it was the last bit grid. I knew that there was going to be a band playing. I think second, and so I had this LED strip, and I just had it ready to go. So I went during the the turnover time, and I wrapped the drummer in this <laughs> LED, and it actually worked out nicely. You can yeah. see everyone, oh, and but you can only do that if you're prepared. Right. Yeah. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't be able to pull that off if I didn't know ahead of time. So. Oh, that's good. But for the most part, you know, especially with a uh, um, a festival like this where everything is so low key and there's a lot of time between sets, so much more relaxing because I can go and I see someone setting up and I maybe tweak a light here and there and then I'm done and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to have a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Because you said it was really different compared to the U.S. where there's a really small switch over time and... Yeah, I mean, we're trying to get as many uh, acts in the small amount of time that we have. Yeah. Uh, and it's often highly curated as well. And, you know, there's, you know, 
five minute turnaround if you're lucky. And then there's, you know, always issues with setting up and sound check. So then that five minutes actually, you're trying to squeeze that into 30 seconds. So I'd, I'm often, I'm like there, I'm working really hard and like put my camera down and I'm like moving my lights and getting really sweaty. So it's, um, Sounds like a lot of work. It can be a lot of work, but it's fun and it's worth it. But I mean, I think chip practicing, that sounds uh, an exception as well, right? Cause, yes. Because like every artist just has a one hour slot and pretty much like no one actually fills a complete hour. It's most, yeah. mostly uh, 40 to 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So that gives you a lot of change over time. But if you go to, for example, Big Red or Einbass, there's also less of a like, period between acts that you've got, right. obviously, because, well... I mean, they've got they've got to fill their evening as well. Yeah, yeah, and I think for the most part, you know, the crowd, especially if they don't have a place to go, it would be awkward to stand around That's and true. wait. Yeah. So you want to kind of keep the party going as much as possible. So yeah, you know, yeah I respect yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but here it's it's very so low key. Everyone's like, okay, I'm gonna it go stop by my key. tent. I'm gonna go grab some of Andrew's special sauce yeah. and. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you you haven't had that yet. No. A special dish. That's no. really good. It is. Anders has a special vegan like ramen noodle soup, oh. which is really tasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that so we're good. gonna we're gonna eat that afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. really good. Yeah. yeah. Are there any other questions that we have or stuff that we'd like to discuss? Um, what what what's what's the what's the kind of chip tune you like? You like the the, the more question. melodic stuff, or you like uh, you power know. pumping, or like the noise stuff, like like. And uh, don't say I like old chip tune. Oh, well, why not? <laughs> because it's, it's such I, because everybody well, loves, I, loves I old chip I enjoy all the the diversity. Yeah. I mean, that's what really makes it so interesting mm-hmm. is that you can have something that's on the you know like death metal followed by someone you know on the banjo, or you know maybe something more jazzy or something more classical. Is there a banjo chip tune? Okay, yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah, you got to look up Bud Melvin. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's awesome. Oh. I haven't seen him forever. I miss him. Bud, if you're seeing watching this, I miss you. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's, it's really diverse. There's all kinds of artists. Yeah, so there's That's a lot good. to... And, you know, that brings you... If, if you just listen to one type of music, you don't really get to grow or experience different things. So I like listening to something I've never listened to before yes there are certain ones that are kind of more suited to my style and my and and something that gets me to move a little bit more relax or I find pleasing but I also really enjoy something that is very different from anything I would ever seek out on my own right yeah, yeah. so you get to experience loads of like new weird kind of stuff yeah well. it's great yeah yeah N- not the britney spears stuff and right i mean Aguilera. it's you know you usually go to a show and you know it's all the same type of music so you're going yeah. to like yeah. a, a a punk show or you're going to a, you know a, right yeah. and it, it's it's the same everything's yeah. the same and you can if you like it that's awesome but here you can really experience something yeah. different yeah i think that's why people say chiptune isn't necessarily a genre in its own it's, it's more of an instrument and you can make jazz or metal or Mm-hmm. EDM or whatever. With yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So I really like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's plenty of diversity at Chipwreck here. We've seen mm. doom metal chip. <laughs> and we've seen well breakbeat, or breakbeat hardbeat. Yeah. And we've seen like melodic Swedish Euro pop chip, and <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you mind if I talk about my new project? Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. Is there a new project? So I have a Marjorie? new project. This is um, like we didn't know about this really. No, we didn't. <laughs> So I, I haven't told a lot of people because I'm just starting it, um, uh, and I guess now I'm committing to it. <laughs> so I, you know, I've been photographing chiptune for about 13 years now, and I've, I've, you know, 
also around the world. And I want to now take my photography outside of the music venue and do portraits of all the, not, well, I want, I say all, but as many artists as I can, uh, and also do audio interviews um, and ask them questions about, yeah, you know, chip tune a little bit, yeah. of course, but about their life, where they grew up, what their family is like, what their job is, you know, and if there's anything they feel passionate about, any, you know, world issues that they want to talk about, I'm game for all of that. That's so interesting, right. Because I think that every single person in the chiptune community um, is a, a very unique cloth in the chiptune thread, um, or a unique thread in a chiptune cloth. Yeah. So I want to really highlight that and bring these stories to life and show every all these people in their homes are jobs or yeah. you know maybe you know with their family their kids doesn't matter with their dog yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I want to show that side of them because uh, I really love photographing them on stage but I also know there's a lot more to it yeah so. you, you see you see an artist on stage but you see a human at their homes right yeah. right and and you talk to people at these festivals they're interesting but I don't think anyone who who sees my pictures really gets a sense of you know the humanness behind you well right yeah. I and mean, there's there's a wasp, a wasp that is in love with me. <laughs> but, uh, there are lots of wasps this year. So yeah. uh, for now, I'm I kind of I'm giving it a working title of Beyond the Chip. And I've reached, reached out to a few um, artists. I've started already doing interviews and photo shoots in New York. Next week, I'll be in Seattle for um, for another show. And also, I'm, I'm photographing three three artists over there. And we're just, I'm giving myself, I think, maybe two years, maybe three, two, three years to get this together and then hopefully publish it in a book. I'd love to do um, a gallery type of show where there's both the live music photography and these portraits Mm. with uh, some kind of audio component from these interviews. Yeah. Sounds amazing. So it's, it's kind of, it's a big project, but I'm really, really excited about it. So... Um, I will be reaching out to, to artists. Yeah, yeah, awesome. And yeah. what amount of artists are you thinking of doing in those two or three years? Uh, as many as possible. Okay. It, I mean, it does take time between traveling. I mean, even the the you know few people I've started with, the interview lasted maybe an hour and a half, and then we're going to arrange to another day for the photograph because yeah. it's at their job, and it's it's going to be um, a process. But uh, I'm really inspired and excited for it so it's it's got me ex, you know excited yeah, it's again it's another it, angle it, it, it sounds enticing like I, wa- I want it to be finished already I want to see it all <laughs> and see the photos <laughs> I yeah, hear yeah. the stories and yeah. get a more well rounded uh, or uh, picture of right. the whole chip tune scene I mean can you imagine if, if I had done this 13 years ago you know with the with the people uh, I was uh, photographing yeah. I mean I didn't know them well enough and I didn't even know my you know myself well enough right. but you know, I could do this now, and maybe I can do that in another twenty years as a follow-up, and yeah. just follow everybody in their story. I really like this. Oh, it's a new yeah. angle on awesome. the chronicling the like chip scene, yeah, chip community. Yeah, yeah. I've, I have to give credit to um, Mike Goodman from New York, who is a DIY destruction. On he does visuals, and uh-huh. uh, he he and I were um, smoking hookah one night, and he <laughs> he was like, you know what, you should do. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, really? Yeah. Can I can I do this? I'm taking this idea. And he's yeah, like, yeah. go for it. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. awesome. Perhaps you could do some like the same with some visual artists. As well. Oh, I'm doing musicians, visual artists, organizers, organizers and yeah. super fans. 
Oh, awesome! Yeah, super so fan. Super yeah, fans. Yeah, we've we've got a, a fan of Einpass who who had it. Had you know, they're special too. Yeah. You know, I think they're part yeah. of the story. They are like without fans and like people that come to. Yeah, and I, I do try to incorporate just... photographing the audience when I can. Sometimes it's not possible because of lighting, but when you get a good shot of you know the, yeah. because the audience sometimes is so into it and there's so much joy in their faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are my favorite pictures where you yeah, can like see Yeah, like Maneo dancing in a crowd. Yes. <laughs> nude, yeah. Or you see someone <laughs> in the background and they're just like, you know, like, ah, you know I mean? This is, yeah. that's really my favorite type of picture. And it's unfortunately not possible in every environment. But you, you, when you see it, then you're like, oh, this is a special moment. Yeah. I got to dive in. Yeah, 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 definitely. Is there ever a moment that you're like, taking pictures but you like really have the urge to just go and dance and oh yeah have fun. But, like, I only you need need to take this shot because now's the right moment so I only put my camera down once at a show and that was at breakfast which happened in uh, Lexington Kentucky which I've never been to that part of the of the US before mm. and when the plane was going down I was like we're landing in a field of horses <laughs> <laughs> apparently that's normal around there and the guy next to me was like yeah yeah welcome to Kentucky you know? <laughs> wow. and uh, it was at this bar and there was a whole bunch of like like really con- like it was a bourbon bar and mm. the, the ceiling was really low and they had this um, ceiling fan going and I crowd surfed. Ah. <laughs> Almost got my 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 nice. my face cut off, but it was really really fun. And I think I was just there with friends from Philadelphia, and it was such a good time. I just felt like part of it at that point. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that was the one time I I put my camera down by one of the visualists. I was like, I'm gonna go dance for this no, one. Well, I mean, you gotta treat yourself sometimes. Yeah, I I think it's hard for me because. Taking pictures is so much fun. That's my fun, okay. yeah, yeah. you know. So I don't want to miss out on that opportunity. Because it reminds me of like, if as a composer, as a like musician, like you don't always have the opportunity to actually listen to a lot of music yourself because like you can't listen to music at the yeah. same time as creating it. So I was figuring like, do you have that same problem? Like, can you enjoy the chip music while you're working and taking photographs and like and thinking about angles and lighting and stuff? So yes and no. Uh, sometimes I don't get to experience the uh, the show, especially if I'm a little stressed with a tricky lighting situation, if there's too much fog. Fog is another thing. The smoke, it, it really, especially when you have a large visual screen, it will just, everything, all the, the pixels, you just can't see them. It becomes a cloud of lit, lit smoke and then my camera doesn't focus. So those are times when I'm like, oh, I'm having, I'm really struggling to make a good picture. Um, and then I won't have as much fun. But for the most part, I, I have fun when I'm shooting. And then when I edit the photos, usually I will try to find that musician's music um, online on Spotify or Bandcamp, oh. and I'll, I'll listen to them. That's fun. When I when I That's edit their f- pictures, or I'll just listen to like my favorite artist of that night or something like that. So okay. it's kind of relive it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the streams are great. I think this because I can go back to those streams and look at them and actually have a, a calm moment when I'm experiencing the show too. So I often do that. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. So thank you to everybody who does streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was in Square Sounds to, like Tokyo to 2017, but I kind of was because there was a stream and I really enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember setting my alarm to wake up like at four in the morning yes. to catch... Uh, like C-Trix yeah. set at yeah. uh, at a Tokyo Square Sounds I couldn't be at, and it yeah, was wor- it was so worth it. It was this this is the the surprise guest, right? 
I, it was so long ago. Yeah, I was, that, but everybody, yeah. pretty much everybody knew. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> it's 2019 now. Yeah. So 18, so 17 was a chipwrecked year for me. No, I was at, uh, at, mm. at uh, Square Zones 2016 and 18. Mm. But yeah, so. So do you ever go to sure. chip shows like just without a camera? Never. As a visitor? No. You don't? No. It's like no. tonight is not for photography. I'm just going to. No, this is, it's my, it's my passion. I would, I would feel very anxious and uncomfortable being at a chip show <laughs> without yeah. my camera. Yeah, uh, I it's, imagine. it's just, um, you're, uh, yeah, watch your, sorry. Dead. Oh, they're dead. Oh, they're yeah. Dead. We're, so we're, just, we're, we're okay. on the, we're, we're, we're winging it. We've, we've got a special got cameraman our, here. Our backup cameraman. Thank you yeah. so much, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, uh, so the backup cameraman is my husband, Neele, and his Instagram is all uh, pictures of me taking pictures at chip shows. <laughs> That's so really you, Yeah, you should check them out sometime. So that means that we should start taking, making pictures of Neele, making pictures of you making well, pictures. Well, that would be a trip. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Yeah, so um, if, if you don't know my, my work, you can find me on Instagram, uh, at Chiptography, or Facebook, Chiptography. I usually post... All my pictures to Flickr because it keeps them in nice organized albums, yep. and then I'll post a link into the show's Facebook page and and all and, and post it on Twitter. I'm not very good at Twitter, so I, I don't make promises with that. But yeah, sometimes, occasionally, a t- tweet. Uh, like occasionally, a I'll remember. Oh, I I should put something on Twitter. I'm just I'm not. I can't. I don't know how to do it. And when can we expect like stuff from your new project? Like, how far is, how far is that along? Is there um, like a ch- Brand new. Uh, so about two, three years, years, right? Right. I think I, I will probably start. Um, I'm going to redesign my website and start a blog on there where I'll post some previews. Yeah, because you you're going to release everything at once when you're done, or is this going to be? Like yeah, I, it's slowly? it's still something I have to find a publisher for and work out all the little kinks. Okay. But for now, I really want to create the content and then probably put it on a blog with some some notes or even parts of the interview oh, really? so it's it's very time consuming but it's ap- definitely worth it yeah yeah and i i have another question i already got it answered but i okay. want to want to ask it on the on the on the podcast yeah. as well like uh, uh um you're ma- you're making great fo- photos of artists how are the f- uh, artists able to license your, your pictures? Oh, yeah. If they want to um, use it for anything. Yeah, sure. So that's a great question. Uh, so my general rule uh, or policy is, you know, please use my pictures for whatever you want to promote yourself. I'm so honored that my photos are, you know, or what you want to represent you. Um, but I do want credit at chiptography, tag me or what have you. And if it's being, especially if it's being published, I need, I don't need to know about every Facebook profile picture, but <laughs> if you're publishing it as album art, you're making it into a t-shirt or you're putting it into a publication, please let me know because I'd like to know where my work is. Um, and I will most likely come to you someday asking you for a photo release so I can take those pictures and put that into my own book. So I think it's, it's you know, under, like understood fair, as, yeah. Yeah, you know, deal, yeah. use my pictures now, I'll use your photos later, yeah. you know. Um, so cool. I, I don't do this for, I mean, you guys are not making money, if anything. I mean, and, and it's an expensive, it's an expensive um, endeavor right yeah Yeah. you know making music publishing it putting online producing it even your podcast that takes time so right so um you know no one's in it for the money i'm not going to nickel and dime people for pictures if you want to make a donation to me that's 
that's on, you know, that's nice because, you know, I do travel a lot for this and yeah. it, that, that adds up. Um, but I really have no expectation of that. Just, yeah, that's so nice. That yeah. I really, I really feel that um, I, I love what everyone's doing, and yeah. I'm taking the pictures for you. Yeah, you know, and that's your that's that's your way of giving back to the chip community. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. This is perfect way of awesome. putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think right. we're about to wrap up, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they're starting music again. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm here, but I'm getting hungry. Yes, yeah. all right. Well, thank stuff. you so much for having me on your yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank for, you for coming. <laughs> thank you for like, coming to Chip Rags, and thank yeah. you for coming like to Chip Ads. Yeah. And thanks, thank you for being awesome. Oh no, <laughs> thank you guys. All right, all I say right. let's wrap up. Yep. Yeah. With our favorite and like end liner, one one liner. You go. Is, you go ahead. We'll be back in a bit. <laughs> we'll be back in a bit. <laughs> Thank you.